0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Yisru Chag, this must be Rizh I'm Avrom Kivalevich, and spanning 800 miles approximately from where I'm sitting in Detroit, Michigan, Rabbi Yosef Gavriel Bechhofer, who is... Uh, gracing the Midwest with its august presence still. But we knew that our audience wants to hear something today. So how are you enjoying the Midwest there, Rabbi Yassif Kavrio? How are you enjoying Detroit?
1: Baruch <clears throat> yeah. Hashem. Same as always. I've been coming yeah. here for many years, and it's nice. very nice. Yeah. Uh,
0: no fires. No no masks on fire
1: over no there, masks. right? No, they're not burning the masks in the streets. <laughs> nope. mas- no, no Hashi Tishlers.
0: No burning masks. Uh, I think we've talked about how the farther you get away from the nexus of, 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 of I guess, Torah Judaism in the Northeast, well, uh, the, be- uh, the better you get in terms of adherence.
1: In all fairness, I, I understand so a couple of people came over to me, and I guess when I'm on this side of the Southfield, which is the more uh, modern side, I represent to a certain extent Haredi Judaism. So people come to me complain about the the kotlou here where um, nobody wears masks. So in keeping with the um, general trend um, in the um, from community, we rely on Shem Rapsayim HaShem throughout the country. Uh, again, think,
0: uh, you, we already did a whole show about your Shem Rapsayim HaShem. Yeah.
1: Well, right? you asked. The, I came to call here only Rabbi Irons. I was told only Rabbi Irons. And one younger man wear mask.
0: Baruch Hashem, Rav Shmuel Irons is one of my people. I'm telling you, I, he's one of the people I Rav when did,
1: one of the most admirable people in the world. When we talked most, about,
0: he's Gavaltic. One it. of the most
1: underrated people in the world. That's the yeah, one because he's people. because he's an incredible
0: owner. Of, I Rav Shmuel Irons, I almost became part of the Koyla there. I, I, I when I was twenty something and I was uh, interviewing all around the country, and Rav Shmuel loved. I mean. I'm not saying I was so great, but we had it, we hit it off great, and I loved him, and I kept the relationship with him yeah. uh, over the, the years. The person, unbelievable person. yeah, he is incredible. He's wonderful. when we talked about our our men of the of the hour. When we talked about Helga uh, uh, Goldberg, we should have Shmuel Irons yeah, definitely yeah. one of the overlooked gadolim And yeah. I'm not surprised that he wears the mask. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, any anybody with the uh, you know with any safe so I'm happy you're out there. But it is. Uh, uh, um, you do get a little bit of a different perspective. Look, I, I stayed home, so I didn't hear anything. Um, but you do get a little bit of a different perspective out there in the Midwest. <laughs> Start with the Midwest news there. Um, and, and this sort of ties in. I know you've been a quite a political active person. Um, it seems like Michigan was the, um, and of course Detroit is not the capital of Michigan. Lansing, I believe, is the capital. But there was an attempt to, uh, to kidnap the, the sitting governor, Gretchen Whitmer and take over the take over the state and impose uh, a militia- like control over that gigantic state. I mean it's a pretty big large state, Michigan. And what's interesting about this story is that it feeds into the narrative that having Trump as president uh, is
1: drives people crazy.
0: It, gener- it brings the crazies out, yeah. and the crazies feel that that Trump is on their side, and this is all part of. You know, this is the way this thing was built up. I mean, come on, did they have a chance? I mean, did they have a chance? I mean, we have six Michel gullion with you know they with, with you know hillbillies, uh, even though it's had a chance to do it. Okay, they. Uh, I'm sure they could have wreaked some havoc, but you you really think that Trump is 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 liable for these guys?
1: I don't. I think uh, that's. Uh... Trump is not necessarily liable for them, but he doesn't do anything to uh, uh be masquitasaruchos. You know, he's not he might not be the one who caused them, but he's not doing anything to pour oil over troubled waters. On the contrary, he's uh moored to actually say nasty things about Whitmer, which would then, of course, provoke his fans to act in ways that are inappropriate. Not because necessarily even he means it, but his rhetoric and his hyperbole are out of control, as we know. Once you mention that, I should say that uh, I am a staunch opponent of the Second Amendment. I think that, that in Torah, there's no source for such a thing as curtailing the uh, capacity of people to have arms. Below uh, Means that when the malchus has to impose its moira on the population. I understand that the American, uh, to best of my understanding, The idea of uh, the Second Amendment was at a time when we were afraid of um, uh, tyrants taking hold of the the, uh, American population in its nascent and unsteady state, and when a real well-regulated militia could in fact have an impact, which is significant in overcoming a a tyrannical government. But uh, today, when you need tanks, planes, and um, uh, and prob- probably nuclear weapons in order to overthrow the government of the United States that uh, the since that is impossible so people set their sights on governors who they think are more relevant but this is not you can't do it anyway so therefore since the whole purpose of the second amendment is they should be about the xero we have this Ghazal by the way that's of course um xero the on which the Zibor is no, lo- no longer keeping or the battle atam according to many Post game no longer applies, so I think the second name is like Ma'amarim, according to the actors. It should no yeah. longer be applicable. Okay,
0: well, I've already been on record. I hold this old this old at the last minute of what you said because you know I ask him in terms of my Marechazal, in terms of Xerus Chazal. Look, we all know that it's interesting that you made a hashemah uh, from uh, yeah, but look uh, clearly uh, I, I already I was on record last week. I don't really care. Um, I, I, <laughs> I care immensely about Chazal and about who we are. I'm happy that there's people out there darshaning because that means they are going to be more um, sensitive and and willing to understand where we're coming from because they have a Dugma Ladover. So the only... The only uh, I have no idea what you're saying. Do you know what you're saying? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because I I it was, but I, let me explain it to you. the The fact that there is a gazette, the constitution, with an original intent, and dashening what they meant, and being able to go back and look at those papers, that means that there are people in the government, people who work for the state, for the judiciary department, people who people who are also enforcing the law, who understand there's something about what was written originally that needs to be understood and perceived. And that means that when we tell uh, communities that we are going to do mitzitzah bepeh or we're going to uh, do other things that are based on what's written and what's in the original books and what's in the Shulchan Aruch for earlier, they can understand what we're talking about. So therefore, I'm very happy that there's this debate about what was the original intent, because we also use this type of arguments to keep connected to the Masorah, And when we need to explain to the non-Jewish world why this is so important to us... We have a very ready model to show them. Oh, oh, yeah, about the Constitution. Yes, of course, now we understand. You've got a, a religious constitution. We didn't understand that. So now they do understand it. That's what I meant. But in terms of gun control, um, yeah, let's at least throw out some – you're right. We won't be able to overcome if a tyrant decides to take over the country. Our little pistols aren't going to help but there might be something to what Ben Shapiro has argued about when he speaks about what uh, happened.
1: What? Afro
0: happened- what? Afro Lapume. Wow. You hate Ben Shapiro so much? No,
1: I just think he's a demagogue.
0: Okay. But when he, spe- when he speaks about had there been more weapons in the hands of Jews in the 1930s, there might have been. Yeah,
1: that's absurd. What would have happened? Jews would have died. Yeah, Bargashen would have killed the Nazis, but they would have killed, been killed the same way. In order to defeat Hitler's machine, you, a, a pistol wasn't going to do anything. 500 pistols wouldn't do anything. 500 tanks might have done something. The Jews going to get 500 tanks? It's not a So, well,
0: I think there's, I, I w- I'm going to argue back on that. Eventually, you're right. Once you had the whole system in place, but Kristallnacht and many of the other events. Don't Kristallnacht. The
1: Nazis were already well intact. Kristallnacht. Nobody was going to go, uh, undermine them with a few little shotguns.
0: If, if, if they would have, if the Jews would have had guns with them, remember, Kristallnacht was he would was... have been
1: taken away by Hitler long before that. This is totally irrelevant. Ben Shapiro actually had and said such narrative kind of show. Could I be you
0: know are supposed to be smart? Is he dumb? I don't think so. I think he's actually making a point. pretty
1: white. dumb. Okay. Can you give me an example in human history where it actually has happened where a few guns like that have actually made a difference against tanks?
0: Tanks, no. But crystal knock, there are no tanks. I'm talking about pogroms that might have happened where if Jews had weaponry, they could have Maybe
1: Kishdiev. Yeah, maybe Kishdiev 1905 would have made a difference. I don't think it would. But I can hear the argument that Kishdiev in 1905 would have made a difference. I don't hear in Germany in 1938 it would have made a difference.
0: Yeah. Well, again, remember, Chris, there were no tanks. They were just a bunch of a bunch of police or semi-police, forces. heavily armed
1: people, and in great numbers.
0: People we, ran, came and, in broke, and broke, broke, They went into the people's happens. homes and they raped them and killed was, them and do whatever they wanted. Had some of these people? You
1: really, are you? Really, so you're just playing devil's advocate, right?
0: Um. All I'm saying is, is that it isn't completely nourish that to is. say that not But I look. I I, I want to tell you. I am a little bit playing devil's advocate. My son, who will sometimes listens to this show, if I can get him to. Do your kids listen to any of these shows at all?
1: Okay, so yeah,
0: yeah, okay, they should. Anyway, my 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 son has a gun. And I would never have a gun in the house. And my son is a, a big believer uh, in the Second Amendment and that he should have a gun to be able uh, to possibly defend himself. And um, I am very against it. I don't I, – I, I'm basically on your side. Um, but I don't think to to, to conflate – you really want to conflate the militia chevra with, let's say, the two people in, um, in St. Louis. Was it St. Louis? The two uh, – the two, the husband and wife who came out with their guns. The two and, idiots. What? The two idiots. You would say they're idiotic to come out <laughs> with their guns.
1: They're, they're, they're despicable individuals.
0: Okay, and I, I didn't read that much into it. But let's say, what is the street you live on? Zabriskie Court, right? Zabriskie. Yeah, C- terrace,
1: yeah.
0: Zabriskie Terrace. So let's say there would be riots in yeah. Zabriskie Terrace, and people yeah. would go onto your well-manicured lawn and start uh, and start pushing towards your home. So you would I'd be not...
1: in trouble myself if I had a gun. Then I would put them in trouble. You too. Maybe your son is some sort of trained uh, marksman, but I, 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 who could be cool under pressure? Okay, so I'd you're... be kill myself first.
0: Okay, let's talk about we we talked about the Kassover the last time about what happened in, uh, in, in Hanukkah. If, there, if if some of those cover would have guns and would have been allowed to shoot this guy, you don't think that would have been the right thing?
1: Which 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 story?
0: In Monsey, when we had the, by by Hanukkah, with oh, the, Rottenberg, by,
1: yeah, yeah by huh? yes, right. but they probably would have killed other Jews also. It was a packed place. It was a place that was ins, unsuitable for gunfights.
0: I see. I, look, I, I I am against people having guns, but I I can hear the argument, and I don't. You think those people? You think people who have guns who say, "Stay out of my, get out of my uh, yard. I have a gun." You think that's terrible? You think there, that makes them a Yeah. Yeah. I'm a gun. See- is a,
1: a, I my, I have never been zeicher to, to shoot a gun, but I can I can imagine that it gives this false feeling of power and this false feeling of uh, of um, um, what's the word we for machismo. Uh, what
0: machismo?
1: Machismo. Yes, good word. Which then <laughs> will lead to all sorts of negative ramifications.
0: Uh-huh. I see. Look. I I would not be unhappy if there would be complete... Now, let, let's say you are... Let, 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 I'm going to say what I would be happy with. Well, you, the
1: most civilized countries in the world, including Canada, England, Germany, right. Israel, they have much very strong gun laws. In Israel, you can't really... Unless you're a soldier or you live in a dangerous neighborhood like the... Uh, you have a shaman, you're not allowed to have a gun. And... It, uh, it's the reality.
0: Most okay. countries are Okay, you think it is? Okay, okay. I, okay, let me let me say two things. I agree with you. If there would be a Gazette that nobody can have guns, I wouldn't I wouldn't care that much. That nobody can have, because you're right, ultimately, if people want to have power over you, they'll have power over you. If there be a gazettes, there wouldn't be any private guns. The problem is, of course, that there are illegal guns, and there are criminals with guns, and stuff like that. So uh, the argument, you, you can't completely dismiss the argument, right? cuz what about forget about the militia forget sorry, forget about the fact that there's a tyrant what about the fact that there are people who are threatening to kill you you don't think the you don't think the liquor store owner should have you think the liquor store owner should basically be completely unarmed there should be no one with guns Bahlal, except the the the, yeah. the police force design, and the
1: criminals the criminal is much more likely to kill him
0: Okay, this we know from Bi right. This is we know that if they if from the way Rov explains it because he 's going to kill you because he expects you to be Oymed al the right so if the criminal now knows that no one has guns, there'll be less people killed
1: right like pop you over the head
0: with the bit of his with the butt of his pistol however whatever but but I would have to say people like my son and others are not the Wolverine militia. So I know that it was a good segue. By the way, I, I went, you
1: know, in Israel. I don't know if they still have it. I assume they still do. The Mishmar is That's something else. If you want to arm citizens to patrol at night against terrorists in a in a in a in a, uh, a regular and regulated fashion, I have no problem with that. If you want to have a, a semi, if you want to have a uh, similar thing in America, I don't know how we do it because we're uh, inherently lawless people. But a Mishmar Izrahi type situation in neighborhoods, I have no problem with that. I have a problem with, you know, un... What about,
0: that was George Zimmerman in Florida where he had a gun, right? Where he was part of Mishmar Izrahi? Remember? Trayvon yeah. Martin say, and George no, Zimmerman?
1: Not perfect. Nothing is perfect. But I'm more I'm more inclined to go along with that than what's going on with unregulated gun control. But but no one is
0: talking about being unregulated. The question is...
1: gun were- ownership.
0: We were talking about. We One said, the
1: gun ownership. Mishmar Zorchi, they don't own their own guns. They use guns which are given them by the police for that purpose.
0: Okay, right. so I, I wasn't aware. So, sure. in other words, you could put guns into civilians' hands, but they don't
1: own that gun. My father, in 1973, when we were living in Israel, 1970 war, in the aftermath of 1970 war, so he was Mishmar Zurchi. So, they gave them old Czech World War II rifles, you know, to carry when they went on their Mishmar Zurchi. They, didn't, they didn't take the rifles home with them. They put them back to the police station. They're finished.
0: Well, i call upon him. You are on record here that you would, therefore, although we'll see if Biden, you know, your your man becomes president, uh, maybe there will be uh, a, a big change to the gun laws and they they will be eliminated completely. Again, I actually don't have a... dog a,
1: a lot in my anticipation that Trump is going to pull a rabbit out of the hat
0: and he's going to be the president. Okay. You know, people will be listening to this show in about three weeks. So they they're they might, they might, you'll have a big egg on your face. But, I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Well, we do have hundreds and hundreds and I've showed you those downloads before, but okay. So basically you would like, listen, I think we're, I think we're, I think we agree. I don't, if, if no one had guns in, the, in, in America, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother me that much. Believe me. Um, I just think that to conflate the two, I think is incorrect. And I don't think you have to make a drush about the second amendment. Just say, push it. You don't have to just say, push it. It's, it's, it's dangerous. So let's let's outlaw it. And, um, and, and I think there's something to be said there and, and we know the NRA has a lot of, let's talk about something else that, you know, is if we're going to be you know, going against the Republicans. I think that a couple of weeks ago when you, when we gave our recommendations, I, I was, I was neutral of course, cause I, I don't vote. So I don't have a right, I guess, to give any recommendations. But uh, when you talked about Biden, uh, you spoke about uh, for those who didn't hear it, go Biden because at sixty you're looking for you're looking to turn sixty and get the benefits of free of of, of, uh, of, of Medicare, right? That's what you want. Okay, so really this brings up uh, an issue that we've sort of skirted about a little bit, which is the health issue and and how we should be involved and what we should be concerned about in terms of. What we do without Shem Rapsayim Hashem, but our our insurance and things like that. So um, I, I think that you you would like to see. Uh, you told me before we started recording that you would like to see all those probably not going to happen. You would like to see Amy Coney Barrett be defeated, not because of your your impassioned abortion uh, speech from last week. I'm just joking, but but you want to actually uh, because you think that she might dismantle the Affordable Care Act. That's what they say, yeah. Which you are,
1: yeah, which you are a host of. No, no, I'm not. A, 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 a I mean, a couple,
0: of, I mean, it's a stickle tire to the saucer in two years. You're not going to need it anyway, you're going to be on Medicare, right?
1: But, no, I hope, but I uh, the affordable uh, uh, most, uh, most Americans most, well, will not be at 60. Uh, but I'm not the affordable care act was not a, a step to a step in the right direction, but nowhere near far enough. Uh, you know, we're both old enough to remember when Hillary Clinton. Uh, tried when uh, in the first Clinton administration to try to get the universal health insurance, and uh, she failed. I don't remember the exact reasons why. Perhaps you remember better, but I think that was a big tragedy. And we know that my hero of uh, the early 1900s, Teddy Roosevelt, wanted institute. institute... Not to say LEO, but I don't know. I, 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 Teddy Roosevelt came out of your mouth instead. Yeah,
0: but Teddy, Roosevelt, Roosevelt.
1: Teddy Roosevelt in the secular world. So the uh, among the presidents, I believe is the best. You disagree?
0: I'm not such a big maven as you. You're the one who's teaching history now, right? He
1: was my favorite president. So in any event, so he uh,
0: I can. Well, look, he definitely had a lot of look as as an as a person as an icon to uh, to inspire. He was definitely an inspiring icon, Teddy, and he had he had a larger than life personality. Right. Um, I don't know if he. Intellectually, you couldn't compare him to, to Lincoln or Jefferson. No, not necessarily.
1: Like he, was smart, he was a smart guy. He wrote a lot of scriptures. Right,
0: right. But he was, he was, he was an icon, and he was also ahead of the curve in terms of where the modern world was headed. So he understood I,
1: I, that. I, one, I'm teaching.
0: La, um, well, goodbye, to Beth, Teddy. What did you want to say?
1: No, I want to uh, uh, continue that line a little bit further. I'm not sure I mentioned this on the program. If I did, uh, just you'll remind me that I was teaching last year at the end of the year when we were on. Uh, Remote. I was teaching about the the early nineteen hundreds in general, and um, in one of the programs I used in order to talk about the election of nineteen twelve, where between um, Taft and um, uh, and uh, Wilson and Roosevelt and Eugene V. Debs, uh, was uh, that there was a quote that in today's world these candidates would be seen as spanning the the ban spanning the gamut from extreme left-wing crazy to outright communist well, <laughs> in other words none of them would fit into the mold of today's conservative or even middle of the road politicians and you know it's I think that since America is this rugged individualist country there's this notion that your health care is not my concern and there's a strong libertarian uh, streak in our country which means that basically nothing of yours is my concern and therefore, we're not concerned with other people's health insurance. Rabbi Yashiv writes as that is a chiyuv on society to provide health care for all its members, and to basically have uh, deal uh, following the, uh, uh, the thoughts of the UN, which holds that uh, health care is universal human right. Um, when I say this to to uh, people, uh, to, other from Jews, they say yeah, that's among Yidin, but not not in a Goyesha country. We're not required to provide the Goyim with uh, health care, uh, which I replied that, uh, yes, but we would like America to be an ideal society, which presumably would be a society based on Torah principles. And if if, if uh, sorry, applies to Yidin among themselves, it should apply to any country trying to emulate the ethics of the Torah. And therefore uh, to uh, certainly, when we have the uh, insurance agency, which is for profit, and will eliminate people and any opportunity they have, so uh, it's true our insurance today is very not good. It's much much worse than anything which we had years ago. But uh, that's I think partially the fault of the Republicans and how they undermined the, the Obamacare, partially part, part of Obama, part of the full of the Obamacare that wasn't designed properly. But certainly, if twenty million Americans are going to be left without insurance i don't see how that outlook can be justified by society
0: so you are uh, out there uh, even farther than most of the uh, of the democratic platform you're you are saying we should move for complete medicare for all and there should be basically pro- there should be a public insurance based on revolutionary hiro which i have to look up now that you mentioned that that, that the society has to give everyone um, access, equal access in a sense, to to healthcare, right? And that everybody should be, anyone who's born, again, maybe even people who come into the country illegally possibly, Should anybody who's somehow part of this community has a, uh, the government has a responsibility to take care of their health needs, right? And to... And to and to underwrite them and pay for them. How is that going to happen? I mean, come on. How is that really, how is that going
1: to happen? Um, you're i not a legislator. I don't know what's going to happen, but it has to happen. I want to give you my, you're, you're going to give my welcome for the I'll market put market it into market. the notes and I will definitely, I'm
0: gonna
1: i only have the, I don't have the newest edition This is I have the older edition. Nishim V'Avram, Cheshim Mishpat one
0: i'll I'll check it out. Maybe I'll give a share on it this Thursday possibly.
1: that four twenty six one
0: I'll check mm-hmm. it out. But anyway, the point though is is that if you believe that um, that w- one of the besides for yourself, you find that we need to be a community like Europe, like places where socialized medicine where everybody who's born gets a card and is registered and can therefore see a doctor for free, right?
1: Oh yeah. well, yes, basically.
0: Now you are aware, of course, that such a system would be a complete revolution in first of all the amount of expense it would take it would It would completely flip what was what's happening right in terms of in terms of salaries right salaries would immediately be diminished because right or would it be for the government who would take it on and the salaries would stay the same how would it uh, work there exactly? uh,
1: being higher taxes of course would be higher taxes.
0: Right, there'd be higher taxes. Uh, it wouldn't be the responsibilities of the con- of the of the company that you work for. Everybody would somehow be part of it, and and everybody would have the right. Now, um, it would also lead, I would I think, to a diminishing. As we know, look, there are horror stories. Let's put it on the table. Uh, I have Einiklach in in Eretz Yisrael. Just sent one there. If that Enochol, would be ill, where would I want that child to go to, a, to, to be ill in a country with socialized medicine or in the United States where maybe I could get a doctor to see my Enochol on a sliding scale and work out some sort of
1: pain? You're a privileged person. You're a yid. You have a sophisticated... Uh, a network, network. of, of refour type societies, which are going to get you the, the most uh, um, uh, advanced doctors and help perhaps even subsidize their costs. But most people in America are not eating And therefore, and even the Eden, not every Eden has access to this problem. Maybe they do. Maybe everybody is blessed with this access. But the point is that society in general does not have that kind of access. And th- therefore, for society in general, we have to be concerned as humane people that they be able to get access to at least minimal health, health, health treatment. Okay. How do we keep? How do we keep? If they can't get the most advanced uh, system uh, treatment, because unfortunately that's priced, priced way out of the ballpark because of the way things work, but still they should, we should have a heel to help them get whatever we can get them.
0: Okay. So even though that is going to result, and you know that's going to happen that as long as there's uh, the places where a doctor can make because he has to pay off all his uh student loans and because he did it to make a lot of money, how many uh, those 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 incredible doctors, those incredible surgeons, they aren't going to be part of this system because they're not gonna get paid what they want to get paid. It's going be law. What?
1: Well they have a choice. It's gonna be the law. You have to be part of the system. Who so, can right to opt out?
0: So basically what you're saying is we need to not only work for the United States having uh, health care. Every single civilized country needs to have it because otherwise there's going br- to be a brain drain.
1: We're the only be- ones who don't. Everyone does besides
0: us. And that's why we have the best doctors here?
1: Yeah, because they come here from other countries.
0: Because they know they can make money. So in yeah. other words, if we throw the towel in, then that will automatically equalize everything.
1: I- I'm not an economist, but I would assume it would.
0: Okay. So this is uh, – now, 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 do you really believe – you think that's where uh, uh, Biden and Harris will take us?
1: I don't know if they will. Who knows? Now, there's some. Again, that's why I prefer Medicare at 60 is much more realistic, right? I don't know if, this, if they would actually go in that direction because in the final analysis, they're politicians like everybody else, basically. No, we'll-
0: what but, is wrong? I think, okay, now, I have to tell you, having a, a daughter who is on Medicare and Medicaid, Medicaid, actually, that in the present climate, very small percentage of the doctors are taking it, right?
1: Yeah, but I think Medicare is different. I think Medicaid, because, because of our flawed system, you're right, Medicaid is only taken by third-rate doctors, but I think Medicare is not like that. Also, if you live in a place like we do, like in Muncie, so, uh, they have to take it because so much of the community is on Medicaid.
0: Right. So that is, is that a terrible thing? I mean, let, there's no, there, there won't be Obamacare, but there'll still be Medicaid. I don't the- qualify
1: for Medicaid. It's not too simple to qualify. If you're going to be honest about your income, it's not easy to qualify for Medicaid. If you want to be dishonest and say, oh, I don't have any income because you can hide it, of the books, that's one thing. But
0: uh, we know we know the chil hashem that occurred in other places when that happens as well. Right. So you're saying the which maybe that's another aitz. The other aitz is allow the people who are making money to be able to afford better health care and the people who never don't have money at least they can at least be lower the standard for medicaid in terms of how you can make more money become on medicaid
1: maybe again i'm not an expert and nobody's going to listen to me i'm just telling you what in an ideal world i would based like-
0: on europe sock uh, from what you feel halacha should be as well that yes. we should and therefore this is another reason why we should push uh, we should push for something like that, and therefore be against let's go back to where we started against uh, Amy Coney Barrett, who you think is going to uh dislodge the affordable health care Act yes.
1: listen you know let's, I'm not a bigoy but uh uh it was uh maybe I'm big but uh but by the way, i finished the book about the satmoreba
0: and and now are you ready to uh are you ready to be macabul? Uh, well, i think
1: one thing which makes me happy about the satba what one thing which makes me happy about the satmaba is that he really had to start again at 60 from scratch right yeah. that's true so who knows where we're gonna go someday
0: he, he, but you know but he had but he had those he had the powerful uh, Kalim his yeah. whole life I and mean, he was always a tough guy and yeah. uh, you, know, yeah. you, you know what he said uh, Samarov Samarov against Kalver machen America. Yeah. So he says uh, he says du machst kalver amerika. So he nine nine. Ich mach nicht aber ich machen kalver amerika. They the first job is when they saw him wearing the the spodick with all the xidim and and someone screamed out in Williamsburg wherever he was that you're making a you're ruining America. He says I haven't or you've ruined America. So I haven't ruined America. I'm going to though. Yeah, I'm insane. going to ruin America, and he did. And 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 uh, Baruch Hashem, yeah, so if you're gonna have, but again, he had a lot of people that were on his side, a lot, yeah, of, it's
1: not the same thing,
0: yes. Same thing. But I'm happy that you took inspiration from it.
1: But yeah. anyway, the um, point I was gonna make is that, um,
0: uh, I was gonna now I lost my point.
1: What was I about to say? Yeah, um,
0: well you were talking about how you are a um you you want we're talking oh about you. right
1: so listen the the fact is that i don't believe that the constitution uh necessarily requires there to be homosexual marriage i believe that uh the 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 the, the, the supreme court decision 5-4 was a stunning stunning um example of legislation from the bench Without are the republicans completely that uh, it was totally inappropriate of them to actually make that decision, and that now it's as if those four people, who, who, four justices, who were some of them at least were brilliant and capable justices, command the lay Saddami based on one vote in the Supreme Court. I think it's absurd that the Supreme Court has such power, and, uh, and therefore uh, and it's and now it says in the Hashi, it's not changing back again, right? They're not going to at some point in the future. Uh, delegalized homosexual marriage um, and so th- also here it puts in the Supreme Court has an un, 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 extraordinary amount of power which at that time the Republicans not so loudly because they're not such big moralists themselves protest but protested and now they're taking advantage of it's unheard of this is something which should not be, should not be signed in courts so it should be signed in the election box And if a country is now going to elect a majority of Democrats, what they're saying is that we want there to be universal health care. And then the court is going to step in. This one woman is going to decide for the whole country, no Uh, universal health care.
0: I I think you're being an alarmist. As I said, it's good to have someone who has a religious sensibility because when Froome cases come in front of the court, she, I think, will be um, sensitive to it and will be a fan of what she's hearing and she'll understand it. I don't think you have to worry about her dismantling it. I think you're you are falling prey to the shrieks of the left here. How terrible this is going to be.
1: What happened with homosexual marriage? It happened overnight. The whole country changed,
0: right? I am asking, We both have talked about this. We had a whole program about this. About when we when 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 that fellow there um uh, did the marriage. We talked about how this has been a a fair lachazach, um, and 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 I think that's a raya that. She isn't this, she isn't. I don't think we have to see this 48 year old woman as this terror that's going to come and overturn things. I think that, yeah, look, it it definitely she will be a friend to religious uh, freedom, and that is a very positive thing. And I think you have to agree to that. So, whether you're going to get you know, whether the universal health care. Or not whether that act occurs at all, let's just end with uh, a little bit of uh, rischa on your part, although you've definitely lectured me well on um, on politics now I see why you are uh, have uh, so many followers on Facebook as you do um, i wanted to, I wanted to ask you you know you, you know you're, you're going to be taking this road trip and and uh, we talked about the midwest uh in general and 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 we've had programs where we've talked about maybe expanding you know america outward um so uh, is there some way we could bring some of that midwest back i mean detroit chicago bring that back to uh some of that attitude to uh back to the northeast somehow in terms of uh, fealty to um to the legislation of of the states in terms of following the directives of the CDC or the or WHO, um, is there somehow we can bring, you know, maybe we can bring some Midwesterners back and give some of that mentality back? What do you think? I'm trying to get you to talk about Chicago.
1: It's like Americans have moved here to Soul. They think they're going to change the society and they get, just get swallowed up because they have no, it's like a, you know, trying to stand up to a tsunami. And ultimately they have to choose whatever side they choose, but they have to choose to submit to Israeli politics. And the same thing with somebody who moves to the Northeast. The Northeast is a, uh, a tsunami of uh, misguided perspectives. Um, Chicago, of course, has its own misguided perspectives, and so does Detroit, and so does every country, every every city. But uh, and, and unfortunately, in the Northeast, it's very hard to go against the the, uh, the machine. Uh, if you have people in Northeast which at a simple space, show, but danced with Trump flags, this is part of their simple I don't know how you fight that,
0: yeah it does seem again, I, I know there have been voices. people are telling me one of our uh, other podcasts, the rivals Lichtenstein's headlines did a very, very strong uh, condemnation of anything uh, uh, but it would seem that that the spirit of of adherence, the spirit in the Midwest and maybe other places somehow needs to be bottled and captured and and, and needs to be and that voice I think needs to be there. so enjoy your trip back. Uh, I'm happy for this. Uh, and we'll see what happens. I, I, I think you're going to do you really You. what is the rabbit that Trump can possibly pull? I'm saying, no,
1: I don't know. That's the question. What exactly could it be? I, I uh, but when I, when I see it, I'll let you know. But uh, I, I'm, you know, who knows? Who knows? He's he's there and he has power and he's not afraid to. Use power in in ways which serve him, as we know. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, we will see as we go into this winter's man with a uh, with anticipation and hopefully, as we say, it's probably this probably show needs to be called the gazunta Winter Show because we definitely want to wish everybody to be healthy and look. The first thing is don't get sick if you, and, and that's obviously what you need to take care of, and I think that is something which. You know, our, 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 uh, I can tell you the amount when my mother in law, Allah Shalom, had to wait weeks and weeks for an operation because of um, socialized healthcare in Canada. There wasn't enough room. Uh, it, okay, it, listen. It, it, fine. It's, I know we want to stop. I'm just telling you. No, no. no. It,
1: it, it, I want to. I want to give you homework for next week. Yeah. I, I, I forgot. I want to speak on Zamareb I want you. To bring up next week, and we will base maybe on the program that the nastiness of the Rebbe against Rav Cook.
0: In other words, the which is in. In other words, the type of the negative wrote, Yes,
1: yes, letters, wrote... and, then us, and then you know, I know you have uh, the soft spot towards the Rebbe, which I don't have, and I want you and to... first
0: cook as well. What? look? I, I think I think look.
1: W- I want you. I want you. I to come. Up with lema schools for calling Rav Kook an apikores, a min, and a, a koyfer. I'm fast. You expect
0: me to do that? I'm the guy who wrote as Talmud Arav. I'm the guy who had a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I, the guy I, who wrote Torah as Talmud Arav. I worked for me and Betsal in the Or were together and yeah, wrote for a while. You expect, you
1: expect me to? Yes, yeah, because you have a soft spot for the same which I don't have.
0: All right. We'll see. Okay, you'll start it. How about you, you, you'll start the show? I'll start, say, yes, You'll I'll start make, the show and I'll say, if box. it's Muitzai this you, you got to use my tagline. No, All right.
1: No. Uh, you'll start the show. I'll challenge you. No, no, you got to use my tagline. All right.
0: Okay. And speaking of taglines, that's it, my friends. We'll catch you on the other side. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast.